Welcome to the Mother Arc Portal, the 13th gateway to systems, energies, and frequencies all coded by the 13, the hidden and lost number of the Divine Feminine and the Goddess. I am Amber Green, your host, bringing you this podcast to bridge from the 12th to the 23rd dimensions by decoding your personal soul and energetic blueprint through 13 sign true sidereal astrology, 13 sign true sidereal human design, and the Mayan dream spell. It's time to get in sync with Mother Earth, one another, and our true soul's essence so that we can unify through our individuation. We are all one, but not the same one. The portal is open. Now let's dive in. Okay. Okay. So welcome to this episode. Um, I have a super special guest and a new episode um, today that's going to be all about everything 13 sign true sky so okay I have hope here today with hope ascendant hi Um, so let me just your your business name is hope ascendant right okay now let's just start off super quick so that everybody kind of knows a little bit about you and what you're doing. Um, Just sort of explain that for a minute, and then we're going to start deep diving into everything 13 sign true sky. Go ahead. Sounds good. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Um, I love your podcast as well. So it's just (laughs) wild when you're like a listener and then you, (laughs) you end up on the podcast. It's really cool. Um, Just another testament to forces bringing us together. So my name is Hope Delamora, and I'm the founder of Hope Ascendant, which is really what I refer to as like a, my, my role is as a metaphysical minister. Some people would call themselves shaman, but I sort of feel like that's a term that must be delivered to you. So as a metaphysical minister, I do a myriad of things, um, primarily working in the spaces of two modalities that I'm the primary source channel for. One is the Metatronic code healing, and then the other is the crystal talisman technology healing and attunement. And, uh, I talk with crystals, <laughs> so I've been dialed <laughs> yeah. into crystal consciousness, and I receive those codes um, in order to align those codes with the individual receivers of those codes. So, as you would imagine, right, environmentally, the the frequencies that we're swimming in are very important to that type of work, which is how part of how <laughs> real sky astrology. Uh, came into my atmosphere yeah okay oh that was perfect you're very good at this this is good <laughs> I'm like whoo, whoo. okay like I'm, I'm saying for myself but for you too like I think um, I need to like breathe and get the nerves out right just because I've never had someone on my podcast so like all the fun exciting stuff you're 
feeling I'm feeling too, but in the best ways. So um, yes, I love all of this. And just so all of my listeners know, like we are new friends, but like everything you just spoke to super and like anyone who is a listener of mine, right. Should know by now in some ways that how this shit works when Mm -hmm. we've been doing this kind of a journey insane and on an ascension path and both of us have gone through just almost identical um insanely intense journeys and dark nights and all kinds of the stuff that comes on true ascension paths and now we're finally at a place in our embodiment where as soon as we were ready to like come together it's like oh hell yes yes Mm -hmm. hello soul (laughs) fractal not just soul family you know and like whoa yeah so we're we're new new friends but so not you know what I'm saying that's what I'm just trying to get through to the listeners here so you understand um new old friends okay. yeah <laughs> it's, nice new. it's only been a billion years <laughs> yeah gosh you look so good after a billion years <laughs> yeah new new ancient ancient yes. friends um so okay all of that being said we will talk a little bit more in the end maybe we'll see we'll flow with it about all that you're doing and bringing into the world because that's so freaking cool and powerful and amazing um But yes, so let's go into all things, you know, 13 sign, true sky now. Um, So I will, if you don't mind, maybe I'll let you begin again, because you were kind of starting to go there that just, you know, how it sounds like everything that you, you were learning and stepping into and activating and doing in the world right is then what kind of then brought you into the true sky frequency and awakening so then just tell me I guess a little bit more about that like how when how did that shift occur and what did that look like sure I'll start by saying that you know you and I have discussed this behind the scenes about the way that we kind of we actually learn things in reverse compared to other people who go seeking from like a book or another source or for someone to teach them whereas we receive from the environment we receive from the source and then we end up validating externally through things after we've already received the information so I think that's what really is an indicator of the fact that you've you've stepped onto your path of gnosis right because you're evoking these things from within Mm -hmm. and that is exactly how the real sky came to me I mean besides the fact that it's there um (laughs) so I was (laughs) it's it's so simple but not for some reason so um I you know was definitely subscribing to a lot of the classic tropical astrology and through that instead of looking up through that was aware of where certain placements were and so I just happened to be in Mount Shasta of all places what a place to receive (laughs) that activation and Mm -hmm. I was scanning the skies and of course we know that the sun signs are only available during the day so I 
couldn't see it with the sun, but I was just curious because I had just downloaded a real sky app because the night prior in Shasta, you can see the Milky Way and it's like, oh my God, okay, now I, I'm dialed in. I need to start identifying these things. So I got the mm -hmm. tool to do it. And then I started testing it and we were supposed to be in Virgo season. I was like, all right, expecting to see the constellation Virgo where the sun is sitting. And it was Leo. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, am I <laughs> off? Like, what is this app off? Because mm -hmm. I truly had the impression, as I think most people do, that tropical astrology actually mirrors what's happening in our real life environment. Mm -hmm. And it does not. So there's, 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 you know, what we can dive into the narrative of why that is. But at the end of the day, that was like the moment where I was like, no, I, I am informed by what is physically taking place in the natural order to a level that is almost like a disgusting level of minutiae, like every single little fluctuation I can mm -hmm. feel. And to all of the sudden understand that the sky energetics that were present were not what were being physically proposed. I mean, it just, you know, it's kind of like earth shattering. And I, I feel like I had no, no level of cognitive dissonance around it. I was like, okay, so what's the next step? And so the next step was for me to begin researching why this was. And that led me into Vedic. And then I'm looking at Vedic. I do still honor the nakshatras. I think that they can valuably inform um, us looking at our own sky codes. But then through that, I was like, this still isn't getting me to the point of like accuracy because <laughs> I'm still mm -hmm. looking at the sky and this still isn't linking up. And that led me to 13 sign true sky astrology. And it's just been, uh, you know, ongoing rabbit holes since then, because there are so many aspects of this for us to understand. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. Number one. Oh, I wanted to say for any of my human design people listening that like when you were talking about our way of learning, like that is so the two line that we both have just you know, cause like, that's why I'm doing this and like even having a freaking podcast, right. Is so that more people can understand any of these systems in this real time way. And like, that was a beautiful way of you pulling that through, right. That like that, that's why we learn in that way. Um, because, uh, it's just kind of the style of the two, you know? Um, so, okay. Side note to that. So then, um, back to then I will share a little bit right about same journey for me but it's so similar so freaking similar to yours um I love though that you're like oh I just happened to be in Mount Shasta <laughs> you know what's what's crazy is oh yeah so I yeah actually we'll talk about that on a personal note one day that's going to take me off into a rabbit hole but um I've definitely been to Mount Shasta not in reality, physical, but consciousness wise. So that's a piece here too. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, it's quite insane to me that, um, that, that really anybody can keep using tropical astrology once they've had that moment where what you described, because I, what's weird a little bit about my, way in was 
I don't even think I had the star apps or anything yet. I, I think it, it was again in my very backwards fashion that I do things too, that I, um, I had had, it was, I think I shared on the podcast, a projector, a friend of mine at that time, a 3d template projector that brought, that just brought to my attention, the Vedic and sidereal way of mapping. And it was, it wasn't, I hadn't looked up yet. I hadn't looked, just looked up at the sky yet. Um, I hadn't gotten a star app, but at that time I was like practicing all of my energy stuff, like energy work on my friends. And also I was just having fun, like drawing up their birth charts. Like I was just doing things like that for fun because I was like super interested in all this stuff. So when she brought that to me and then I just looked up my own way, you know, my own natal chart through Vedic, you know, just the, the regular kind of sidereal, I was immediately just more attuned to what that was telling me. And I was like, and especially because of where I was on my journey, which I think this is an important piece, right? Is that I had already been, and it sounds like you too, were I had been doing years of spiritual, mental, and emotional work and healing through being in recovery. So I, I was basically what I, I know now, I didn't at the time, but now I know, you know, I had, I had, I was, I had cleared a lot of conditioning, you know, and I was, um, I, I had a pretty clear, aware ego too. And I was just very tapped in still, of course, not at all like galactically or having any kind of starseed stuff going on yet but like as just a 3d human i was a, becoming a very clear human channel you know what i mean so um and to me you know that that's the key so it's just funny how people assume when they hear those of us speaking to the true sky right that like I mean, maybe they don't, but I assume <laughs> that they're assuming that like we got the information and like all we ever did right. was just use star <laughs> app and then we're like, oh shit. And it's like, no, actually mine and yours was a very internal intuitive process as well. And then was also a very discerning process where then, then after my own energy and soul was telling me, whoa, like this chart is way more you right now. And, and, and that's where I've said to you recently, like I can definitely look back at my tropical chart and see that it, it sure did fit the 3D me that was super conditioned in my identity and very unhealed. Yeah, it kind of did. Yeah. But once I was breaking out of that and I was getting in a whole new level, um, no, it didn't. And, and, and without me knowing all the facts or even knowing anything, it was sinking in with my soul. So then it was sometime after that for me that then I got the apps. I'm, I think it, for me, it was when which is quite, it's funny to walk through this again too, because it's funny how 
it's, it's validating, you know, because it, again, it, mine was still never like, oh, I, I read the thing or I saw the Instagram account or I, which is, that's fine if that's fine, how it happens. It's not what happened. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, like I, that's, I'm saying it cause it's like, oh, it, like if we're that voice to people now, I don't want, like, that's fine. Let, like, that's why we're out here doing this stuff. Right. But like when, then I started opening up to true sky was once I then I had already been sinking into the dream spell um, system, which is one, you know, I use too and talk about on my Instagram, um, which then I kind of simultaneously, then I was really just personally sinking into the moon cycles. So it was kind of the same then experience I had once I was just personally going within and getting more in tune with then not only, you know, I guess my, my soul, but then the, the cycles all around me, my cycles and the moon that then I think I got a star up and the same thing happened. And I'm like, wait a minute, like every fucking account on Instagram is telling me the moon, the full moon is happening here, but I'm looking up and it's not there. Right. Which is so funny too, because why was there that gap? Like I had been doing these charts and known like, Oh, Vedic and sidereal speaks to me yet. All the dots weren't connecting, which is fine. But, um, but yeah. So then since then, no, I could never go back because again, like, I I say it like that because I I laugh I'm not laughing at the people who are still using tropical or that are the tropical astrologers I'm truly not it's fine but what I'm I'm wanting to laugh at is that that in of itself shows that we've found truth here because that's how truth works once you see and feel and find and know truth and I am going to say it that way in the broad sense, because of course we all still have our own personal lowercase t truths within it, but you can't go back. Like no. you can't, once you've seen the real thing, you can't unsee it, you know? So it's like, that's, that's been my journey. Right. And I know now yours too, where then also now it's like, shit, well, I guess we have to be coming out and speaking to this too. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to be like going against the grain with all of this necessarily all the time. You know, like, I don't, I don't enjoy ripping people's freaking belief systems from them. Um, yet, it's necessary at this time. That's what's happening, you know, on this earth plane and this earth reality. And like you said, yeah, you can't, I mean, yes, we're using systems within this too. Right. But you can't deny that when you look up, if the planet is in this one place, how in the world could you be following some other system that is not saying it's there? Like, it's just simple, right? Like connected. And it almost feels yeah. like I, I would have, I would take no issue. Again, I think that tropical is value valuable for people who are kind of in that pre awakening phase, dealing with their 3d shit and having to navigate that just regular old matrix shit. But like, when you yeah. get to that point, then you're able to see it 
like that, that, that's something that is really fascinating to me right now, because even Ophiuchus, like the nature of Ophiuchus yeah. as like the transmuter, the alchemist, the, mm. the serpent charmer, not just the serpent mm-hmm. bear, the serpent charmer, like able mm-hmm. to integrate that earthly data as the alchemist right above having a Aquila, like cu- swooping down to potentially mm-hmm. nix that connection to consciousness. There's a whole narrative there, but like, I understand why people can't see it because mm-hmm. they're not ready to see it yet. But also exactly what you said with respect to like, how, how could you deny that connection? And that my point was, is that there's a lot of language in tropical about stars, like using the lexicon, if you will, of stars and sky and, you know, where planets are in the stars. And it's like, if you just said seasons, if you just said mm, light phases, you know, <laughs> like maybe people mm-hmm. would start to get it, but we have confused the entire mm-hmm. population who is invested in mm-hmm. this at some level. And astrology is part, inevitably part of people's awakening process because it starts to get them dialed into forces beyond themselves. So mm-hmm. let's make it real. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You just said so much good stuff there. Yes. Because, oh, this is when you said the confused in the way you said it it's like yes because guess what like that is the tactic of any force that doesn't want good for humanity right um and and that is also the key marker of anything that is a matrix program that's not only the marker it's the whole fucking intention of it you know what i'm saying so it's not even to to do the bad thing or whatever like the way that then people will go in the conspiracy realms of the matrix shit right like which number one i agree with all that shit right but i also am not that person and i'm not doing that shit right because (laughs) that's the point too like let's oh let's 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 have them get lost in the conspiracy part of thousands come over here you know what i'm saying no we know that but it's the confusion that Mm -hmm. and so yeah this is what i love is that people don't realize how important that is and that what we must be doing on any and on not any on a true path of ascension and in this this true timeline of the new earth of true true ascension is there's no fucking confusion okay now that doesn't mean there's no mystery (laughs) that doesn't mean right there's differences between what these things mean that people want to sometimes make mean the same thing um but it does mean that what we're doing is actually going through insanely complex deeply unique and individual individuated experiences right in this as above so below dance yet with having very clear awareness of what the fuck is actually going on around us right and yeah like that's just such a clear um a clear clear thing that's going on there that um nobody in the tropical realm certainly the astrologers doing it are ever going to know or speak to or be ready for unless they're ready to awaken to cool again like i've said to you recently i am still holding 
a, a very tiny space <laughs> for tropical astrology, just because the literally with each passing day, it's just it's very hard for me to hold any space for anything that I can so so clearly feel is a manipulation and is just being used for confusion. Um, yet, like you said. And like, this is what I was getting ready to, we'll, we'll kind of maybe speak to in a moment is that it does, I do still think it has a very tiny, small space, right? I, I do think what we're stepping into though, frequency wise and truly the reality that's becoming more anchored in the new earth timeline is that I don't, I don't know the time frame, but I don't think it'll be very long, perhaps that there are many who even need the tropical charts as a stepping stone, right? Because if, if we all are able to be anchoring in a more 5D and above reality, then, you know, I don't know, honestly, I have questions around that. So I'm going to let that be a little mysterious just because, and the only question that remains for me is that it's it's more so with our human design charts in that way for me because that's what I'm so so much called to work with even more than the other systems I definitely don't agree with it just for like the astrology natal chart I don't think that's supposed to be a very long stepping stone at all but for some reason something about the human design system you know, I think it, it, because it is very much like a working embodied energetic blueprint and it is very, um, attuned and, um, in sync with whatever timeline a person is in, you know, that it does see, it has continued to show that it is important that someone first get to know their chart in the human design way, tropically before stepping into, the 5d blueprint now i'm just gonna let that be a mystery for all the reasons around that and just continue to share that it seems to be the case um but i want to hear your quick i want to say one thing and then i want to hear some we'll we'll start kind of going into like this tropical fucking true sky debacle that (laughs) which is what started our whole relationship in such a cool beautiful way right okay but before that so just because I'm so glad you brought a fucus into here. Yes, of course. Like this is what the, I forgot. I had this noted that that was actually a fucus was a hundred percent what made me look up. So this was like in li- literally. So I had been working with like this gods and goddess deck that I use. Right. And you know, you'll know, but for the listeners, like a fucus, one of the, um, other like aspects known in the God realm is Asclepios, right? So I kept pulling this card and I didn't know much at the time who that was. And I'm thinking, why does this serpent bearer God keep coming to me? Right. And then the, in the deck of the description, it wasn't anything related to astrology. It was just very like, it was even almost saying things to do with the medical field. And I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? So long story short, I figured out not long after the card kept showing up every fucking day for like seven days. Of course. <laughs> but yeah. Then I'm like, what else is this trying to tell me? I'm obviously missing something. Also, 
fun fact, was right around my birthday, which is fun fact, um, basically when the sun is aligning with the galactic center. Mm. Um, so these huge activations were coming through. That time for me is huge. It's so funny because everybody in this realm because it, it, it's December 23rd is always talking about oh it's winter everything's dying and I'm like Woo, I, bitch I'm getting lit up at this time like so I, I just want to throw that out there too because I do agree I agree with the whole cycles of nature of course but also what I am trying to bring more into the world too is that we still even have our very own cosmic and personal and all kinds of cycles going on within those and whatever we got to allow them so a fucus that's when it it he she i've heard it referred to different ways in that way as far as the constellation and the zodiac sign itself um revealed itself to me and that's when everything changed right so that's when i was like oh my god of course there's 13 signs i'm doing all the digging i'm fine and i'm like whoa yeah so whole new whole new reality whole new world after that um so <clears throat> hold on and let me say one more thing a fucus to me is the gateway like yeah. it's it's to me yeah. right like it's it's the it's it's there, it, there's so much to it even more but I'm just trying to keep it reined in here with referring to the systems of astrology and how we're mapping with the stars but like it's it's just the it's basically the freaking gateway in and out of this solar system yes exactly so, right like <laughs> no wonder people aren't wanting that to be known are you kidding me um okay you want to say something about to that being, like locked in <laughs> like oh, yeah. know, talk about being locked into like you know the the earth matrix in a, a way that you're not kind of progressing and transmuting um yeah it, it's so interesting as well though because it's like okay, Ophiuchus also, like the the ability to see and acknowledge Ophiuchus, it's not just this dialing into that code. I almost feel like that's just, talk about gateway, while that is indeed the gateway in and out of this universe, it is also the just the foundation to what expands from beyond that, right? Like you don't have, like you, you don't have to stop there. Like keep looking up, keep feeling up and like reading and feeling into those codes because there's also some folks that are like becoming dogmatic about exclusively the 13. It's like 13 is the foundation. We need to understand the 13 frequency and what is going on with 13 before we progress. And also mm -hmm. for folks who are in the tropical algorithm, like, look, I'll just say, if you're not ready for Ophiuchus, that's fine. But at least, at least start using the real sky above with your 12 sign system. So you can start mm -hmm. feeling what those energies are communicating because there is no denying that these balls of plasma that radiate energy like little nuclear reactors, much like our sun, right? But they're much farther away. So it's not as yep. intense as our sun, but they radiate energy. And then you have these masses pulling through their gravity through these plasma fields. Like mm -hmm. this codes our avatar. 
That's what yeah. I call sky codes. It codes our avatar. And if you are, man, if you're not going to dial into that, you are so missing out. You're just missing mm -hmm. out. Oh, oh my gosh. There's so much here. Yes. Because holy shit, you just like totally even validated my entire podcast, like what it is, what I was called to call it and all of that. Right. Because that, oh, I loved what you said that. And that's why the podcast is called the mother Earth portal, the 13th gateway, right? It's a gateway. No, it is not another way and another thing to become dogmatic about right. and indoctrinated <laughs> we're just at the fucking beginning people like get ready you yeah. just like I you I don't know if you've actually listened to the whole my intro for the podcast it's like that's all, everything you just said is what I'm saying in a totally different like nuanced way I'm like dive into the portal let's go and then also that the 13th gateway is really just a bridge it, it's bridging because I say I think in the intro too like I'm we're bridging from the 12th to the 23rd dimensions um which of course is representative of my birthday as well um I shared with you too I was born also at that time like I have all of these insane yeah weird coding. Shit. yeah codes truly that have been like very amplified for me to me in my reality that I can't that I now you know I'm understanding so clearly that um yeah like truly the sky is the fucking limit right like that's what we're stepping into and again this doesn't mean like oh pff, throw away all the systems I you know that's where I'm loving that thus far you've been the only person I've met and that's like also still very much knowing why we have the system that we do have to keep it why we're using it it isn't to limit it's also not the point of any ascension is also not to just go turn into a fucking angel that's <laughs> like you know meditating with source what no we're here to be human like so how do we pull those codes back into our body and that's what now I'm getting so much validation of why these systems have meant so much to me and still do because it's it's meant to truly be it, it is our blueprint but then how we use this blueprint how we build off of it what we decide to be using or not it's all up to us like this is the other part right that I know you're so in sync with me in two is that neither one you or I are any of this kind of a psychic or energy reader or system user that's going to take it and then try to tell somebody how they are in a that's reading right. like right like my readings are sometimes I feel like confusing and disappointing to people because they're like wait you keep trying to direct me to figure out me and I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly right <laughs> what we're doing here like I'm not like like what we've been saying today too earlier and the last time we talked it's like we don't want to just be fishing for the men right we're trying to teach you how to fish like yeah. so then you can forever get all of your own sustenance right like um yet you know we need we need some kind of a map and a blueprint in doing that because we 
we all are so different. Um, and we're meant to be that way. That's what makes a big, beautiful um, picture or song, you know? So, um, and, and again, like in that breath, right? I can, like I said, still hold that tiny space for the tropical astrology that isn't correct, that I do feel is mostly being used for manipulation. Yet, I, I do know, again, like I have shared on my podcast before, it's the same I feel as how I feel about like the recovery world too, or things in healing is that it, it just depends. It depends on the thing or whatever. Right. But what we're stepping into in, in the true new earth, everything is basically still methods and ways from those old systems, but that also that's giving people a foundation to stand on, to rest on if needed, but that also allows a lot more expansion too, you know, and any of these, any of the organizations, the systems that we've used thus far are not like that because they're, they're stuck in the code of the 12, <laughs> which... <right. laughs> cuts them off from being able to step into this 13th gateway, you know? So, um, okay. So let's then, that's kind of a good segue of then just what are your, let's talk a little bit, like, let's just go a little bit back and forth about what we've seen happening, you know, in that tropical world and this like debacle that's happening. And, um, also, no, we're not afraid of like a duality or getting stuck in the polarization of this shit going no. on. Like <laughs> this is necessary because again, we keep making it clear that we're not arguing for argument's sake. We're arguing for truth and sovereignty's sake, right? So, and actually we're not arguing. <laughs> we're no. not arguing with those people. They're arguing with us. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just trying to give more voice for the people that are ready. So I don't know, just what, what are your, you want to talk, I don't know, maybe a little bit about without getting into the true negativity of like that video, that's kind of what had started yeah. us communicating. Yeah. I, I guess like I was never really prepared to witness the level of vitriol that came out of people like us having these types of conversations. And, um, there is a specific true sky astrologer who, you know, made a, a video as a lot of us seemed to at the beginning of the year, we were like, fuck this. We're not like not talking about this anymore. We're going to make our videos and talk about it. And she made a video talking about, you know, her, her own true sky path. Now what the person that tried to shred her failed to acknowledge is the fact that she was a tropical astrologer before she was ever a real sky astrologer. So she, she knows what she's talking about. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not like she's had experience in, in the tropical algorithm. So in any case, it was just like, what, two weekends ago that this dude, who I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve <laughs> airtime. Um, no. <laughs> just, he's a tropical astrologer and he, you know, took her reel and spliced it with his responses. And one, he just had like the densest 
frequency. I, I mean, I was like, this is really like, you can tell this is gross. This is not how people who are looking forward to building an age of Aquarius behave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but he just ripped her in so many different ways that were totally inaccurate, completely rejected the nuance that we all true sky folks, astro philosophers have explored. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> and then yeah. some of his points that it kind of felt like, okay, but you're, you're mentioning the procession of the equinoxes. So you know what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Like he was trying to utilize that in some way to validate why tropical is the, the way, the truth and the light. And I just, I really beyond the fact that so much of it was incorrect and so much of it really showed, um, a lack of curiosity, just the frequency of it and what he did to this girl and the way that there was a bullying pile on in the comments was one of the most disgusting things I've seen on the internet. And yeah. I just kept like feeling she seems like a strong person. I'm sure she's got it on her own, but I just kept feeling for her. And I was like, yeah. I would be in absolute tears, you know, mm -hmm. like if this were me right now, how could any human being do that to another yeah. person? Because their perspective diverges. And I was like, Jesus, this is like the fucking Spanish inquisition right now. Like, what? are you kidding? Yeah. It just, it still bothers yeah. me that they did this to her. So you know, I did what I could to spread it around and, you know, get our community involved on it because there is something about real sky, the real sky astrology community. And that is like, we all seem to reinforce one another in a positive way. We all okay. seem to lift one another up versus tear each other down. And further, we don't want people dependent on us. We're not looking to have a consistent tropical astrology client who has to come to us for the information because we want to instead provide chart sovereignty to them so they can read it themselves. <sighs> I'll just, I'll scale back a little bit for a moment, but <laughs> no, uh, it, it just was like, it was it was a moment where I was like, here we go. You know, th this is what's happening. And, and then on the more, I guess, the more esoteric side, you start questioning, are these people who have had these voices amplified here as part of greater forces in order to suppress voices like her voice in order to try and create that synthetic overlay and keep people <clears throat> locked in to that algorithm so a lot of things came up around that but it also is what got you and I talking on a deeper level mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me yeah. and you know we were communicating around that and just the observation of it um and it led us here so <laughs> yeah see and this is where like you know you and I both too like we're driving and aligning so freaking much in the fact that like we know this we know this dance with the dark and the light like I get that yet there is definitely some real true fucked up evil darkness going on here too that I'm never going to be okay with you know so um yeah all of that being said like yes it the I agree with everything um that you just said and like I just kept, I was really remembering that video too. And the, the, just the, the simplest and like overall thing too, I just kept like feeling and thinking was like, this is exactly what the fuck people do when their beliefs are being challenged. You yes. know what I'm saying? 
So it's yes. like, and I know that. And listen, here's the deal. It's like, I, I can also like honor that somewhat, right? Because I have felt those same things. Like I have even felt that pang of like in, in stepping into whatever it is we're called to, but then certainly if it is something very technical, like something like this, right? Like in all of my learning and studying with this, I have many times had that like, oh, is this wrong? Or oh shit, I did that I wrong. Or, so oh I get God, that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I get that. But it's like what you keep saying and what's so true is that that it that it's yeah, it's just it's so true that um no one just truth is truth and ignorance is that right and and that yeah I see this common thing also in all true sky people that are doing it in any way is what you're saying where we're like we're like no I'm not saying I'm the authority actually the sky is just right. look up let's do some <laughs> research if shit changes let's readdress do exactly. you know what I'm saying <laughs> like we're living in a huge we're, we are living in an insanely huge infinite universe we're just a tiny little piece of it um like probably should keep looking up and feeling all around us and seeing what's going on cosmically, especially in this day and age. Like that's what the hell we're going through is huge shifts in all the ways. It's not just a new earth people. It's a new heavens and a new earth. Okay. Like yes. that's what the hell's happening. So like, I'm just throwing out there too, for all of us doing true sky work that I have this real feeling that it will it will kind of be an ever-evolving system as it should <laughs> as we should like that's what I am now again I was going to say that's what I am all about yet I do hold space also or, or I like to re remind people that that is my personal incarnational journey this go around is holding a lot of different essences but the main core of my essence is basically constant fucking transformation. Mm -hmm. So of course, that's why I feel that way, right? So I can hold space too for others who know they're not going to be having that much of a transformational journey and that's fine. But um, either way, in the grand scheme of things, it's so funny to me how so many um, things in any of the spiritual realm get so... A used just like the Bible, like they take it and make it mean this one thing when it could definitely be applied to everything and they don't let it be applied to everything. So it's like, dude, if the only constant is change, then shit's probably gonna be changing a lot, right? Like, yes. so go with it and let's keep reassessing together, using the tools, looking at it. That's where that's how I do this whole true sky thing because I keep reminding and telling everyone too, like I am not an astrologer yet. I, like I'm definitely not. So like what I mean by that is like, if someone did want a super deep dive into all of the nuances and like the star, like some of the things you were speaking to, like the other deep space star connections to their, like, no, I will tell you, I've got a ton of, you know, true sky people I follow, go see them, you yeah. know, but I'm like, <laughs> No, my purpose in in using it is just more the basic foundationals and to help people sink into their soul blueprint, you know, and their essence. And so they can be more 
aligned here. Um, but back to, yeah, just that, that video, like, it's just, it was insane, right. To me that, like you said, it's, it's all the things that we know go on in the dualistic 3d realm. Um, and, and it is just, it was just fucking wrong for yeah. sure that they're going to go on and bully this woman, right. About things like, let's be clear too. I also won't go into super details, but true bullying, like of her physical attributes, yes. come on people really yeah. like, that's ridiculous. Like if, at least if you're going <laughs> to be an asshole, be it about the thing. An intellectual asshole. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> sophisticated about it. Right. Like that's, that's the thing is like, that's what I've, I've made a real, I was trying to release today, but the universe didn't want it released today. So, um, I'm going to be releasing soon on my Instagram that, um, was me speaking to this too, but to both parties. So let's do that for a moment too, and be the devil's advocate, right. On all the sides is that, um, like now a different video, um, not, not that one. So just a normal video that I had made a reel about from just a, a regular tropical astrologer. Um, she was making comments and saying things that like, that the reason she made the video was because she posted something. And then all these true sky people were coming on her account and being like, Oh, Pluto's not an Aquarius, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. Okay. And if they, she didn't say they were bullying. So I'm, they probably weren't. Um, but let's just say, even if they were, um, that's fucking wrong too. You know yep. what I'm saying? So I'm like, everybody stay in your fucking lane, own your business, live in that live. But like for those of us called to actually be doing this more and speaking to it, yes, speak to it, get our platforms, say the thing, do the thing. But like, none of us need to be engaging in this debacle, even though that seems contradictory in this moment because that's what we're doing but we're not we're taught we're giving it voice we're speaking to it because again the reason I'm wanting to speak to it is I know also it's creating confusion because yes. that was their response I got right is when I posted a video that was like pretty bold saying hey you're being fucked with if you're following tropical astrology now listen I did make it clear that I was speaking to women like us and people like us I'm not speaking to all the people and and in those specific things I was saying to healers to energy workers to psychics like if you're really doing this work yeah you're being fucked with if you're still following tropical because that's not meant for you anymore you're you're on a higher level in ascension you need to look up and get attuned to the true sky codes um but someone's response to that for me was oh god this other lady is saying the exact opposite of you you know so like i get it from all standpoints like i don't want to be adding more confusion into the field hell no we're not it's not confusing look up (laughs) you know like so but that's why I want to speak to I'm not joining the debacle um we're giving voice to it so that more awareness is there less confusion hopefully but I'm not going to nor am I ever telling any that listen to this right to be it's not your place to go knocking on the tropical astrologers door and yeah. trying to awaken them. This is not what we do. This is not what awakening is. You know what I'm saying? Like you, we, we, we do it, we do it. <laughs> and then we exude it in some way, you know, whether it's in this more material physical way or no through their frequency, through their vibration, you know what I'm saying? So, um, 
really quick. Yeah, I, feel, I, I totally yeah. feel that way. Like, um, and the, I think what happens too, once you, you realize that you have kind of been duped by tropical is when you, then when you see it and you see people saying the moon is in a specific constellation or is in a specific sign is in a specific sign. And you're like, no, but the moon is here. It feels like I got to go correct that. So I understand, <laughs> I understand the need for that. Yeah. Um, and with respect to that, I just wanted to like highlight something that I would love it for people who might be listening that are like new to this um, and new to this conversation to feel into because something does happen energetically, particularly with the moon cycles, I've noticed that when the constellation in real sky astrology overlaps with the tropical folks and we're mm -hmm. all on the same page of where that thing is and what those energetics are, it is explosive. I mean, it, it's been blowing my mind and mm -hmm. I just, I, I, just to get people kind of in the flavor, but the, the it's, it isn't confusing. It, I hear that time and time again, when I speak to real sky, they're like, Oh, I don't get it because astrology, tropical astrology was already confusing enough for them. And so now they think mm -hmm. this is confusing. And it's like, no, just look up. That's what it is because that is in fact, and here's where giant disconnect is. That is in fact, where astrology came from the sky. And yeah. if you start diving into understanding sky cultures, then you know what was going on with the Sumerians tracking the sky and the Babylonians tracking the sky. I mean, they had a volumes of astronomical data that they also utilized to practice astrology. It's like the Greek sort of, I'll call it the canonization <laughs> of the zodiacal wheel which by the way babylon was a lunar calendar that they were operating on so probably vedic is going to get you closer anyway if you want to be as close to the babylonian practice as possible but within the greek context it was extracted from everyone else who looked up at the sky so it was never you know really meant to be separate from that hence the name i know people are like saying this astrologia it's the language of the stars or the logic of the stars. So mm -hmm. let's get dialed back into those organic, authentic frequencies. And then if you want to utilize tropical, which for new people, the mainstream system that everybody uses is tropical. <laughs> it is more the, if you want to use it as a wheel of light, almost akin to the house system, right? Or if you want to use it as a wheel specifically for the seasons, fine, but stop using the celestial language. Because if you tell me that you're actually looking up at the moon, you're actually physically looking up at a full moon, but you're not also looking to where that body physically sits. It makes no sense. And then you're telling me on top of that, that Pluto's been in a season for however many years, <laughs> 24 yeah. plus fucking years. No, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm no. sorry. That's not, what's, yeah. that's not what's going on. No. Uh, again, oh my God, you just said so much good stuff. Um, so much good stuff there. So, 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 so much. So, okay. Let me say to that, 
number one, first thing, so I don't forget is because that there was a common chord there. I love that you were bringing in number one, the ancient true knowledge. Um, number two, that, uh, yeah, like I think I did release a video saying that, um, yeah, like this, that one tropical astrologer I saw was saying like, oh, well, you know, I just use it because of the system. The system is so ancient and it's so powerful. But I was like, like, yeah, but it's a system about the fucking stars. Yeah. So how in the fuck do you, you know say like, <laughs> what? Like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Like, yeah, we, I get, I get, I get what she's saying, but what, what that, that, that argument could be had if we were coming in, changing the names of the zodiac signs, right. um, to, could completely shifting what we think they mean. No, that's not what's happening. We're completely using that and that original ancient coding of the zodiac that is true, is real, yes, but like their whole argument is the zodiac signs aren't the constellations it's like yes yeah, but they, they fucking were <laughs> yeah. they only aren't now because of the procession of the equinox and um because everything has shifted and you guys are refusing to acknowledge that because then it changes everything that you believe about your identity yes okay so yeah. yes so, and I listen, I get that struggle also. I am truly not downplaying that, okay? Like, hello, that's what I have been going through for six to seven years, a complete, I mean, and it's insane, you know, it's insane. It's like the equivalent of truly like doing a demolition on a building on your, or on your home and then fucking rebuilding like that's not simple people i'm not downplaying how hard that is it's just we need more people speaking to this so that the people who are ready to rebuild can do that you know and um what you spoke to too i love about the babylonian origins right is that that was something else in her video she was saying about the the babylonian ancient codes and i was like yeah, but guess what? We're also approaching the fall of fucking Babylon. This is Hello. true yeah. we keep, like, <laughs> Let's keep referring again to these things that have been taken super out of whack from the Bible and uh, bring it back to what they were actually trying to tell us. Um, so, yeah, which is also what Pluto and Capricorn is about yes. to be doing. That's the fall of everything. So get ready, but this is why we all are being called to do this right now, because we are bringing the new codes up through the demolition process that's getting ready to occur. And that is already beginning. So um, there will be gateways. There yeah. are gateways ready for people to fucking fly through and get out. But, um, but you gotta, you gotta be open to this 13th gateway to get through, you know, again, not in whatever that means, like, it doesn't have to mean you're doing this, or you understand it consciously in all the ways, but at least have that awareness and that level of consciousness that can, that can look up and that can go, hmm, maybe there's something to this, right? Like, um, Oh, there was something else super good there that you said too, that maybe, yeah, we'll have to wait or let me. Is it the same page thing? Like when we can all get on the same page, because I just feel oh. like that's 
yes, during the cycles. Yes, yes, because that's when, yeah, like true alchemy, not even alchemy, unity, unity is a crane harmony. That's when that's yeah. that's that's the point, right? Of all of this is like, um, you know, getting to oh freaking harmony I like that word better than than unity actually because I think those things have to happen in succession which also nobody seems to be speaking to right it's like it's like um oh let's see no it's like dark let's see dark night we'll say first no not really maybe it's awakening dark night awakening repeat 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 (laughs) like and then it's like um you know uh I don't know I was thinking of the word hold on, what were we just saying? Unity. Oh, individuation, then harmony, then unity. You know what I'm saying? Like these things are building blocks. They're not also just even in the realm of people doing what we're doing, even understood yet in that way. And in the way I know both you and I see this process occurring and happening. Right. So, um, you can't get to, you can't again so the song I keep seeing you know like an orchestra like the music is such a beautiful example of what we're trying to come into in in all of these true new earth shifts is everybody playing their very own instrument on their own in, in knowing the song and knowing the notes they play it right that's that's the unity we've got someone orchestrating telling us like what actual like you know wavelength we're on here right and then or making a beautiful freaking song after lots and lots of practice um (laughs) right like none of this happens magically quite I mean maybe some of it I leave room for miracles but um yeah that was a little bit of a tangent sorry um back to gosh there was one other thing I wanted to say before we maybe perhaps try to wrap up because we're at an hour now but we'll see how it goes I don't care if it's a little if it's a little over that um well, real sky jump. Oh. It'll be like a four hour. Yeah. Podcast. Oh God. Totally. Oh, we could to we could so do that. So, so do that. Um, gosh, there was one other really magical thing you dropped there that I'm not remembering in this moment, but we'll come back to maybe it'll come back. Um, so let's see here. I think we already spoke to this. I'm looking at my outline a little bit of the things you had brought in because I loved the way, I just want to say this because you, you Hope wrote this out beautifully, like of just a little bullet point of what we were going to talk about here, where it's, she says, the alchemy of awakening and how this is reflected in real sky charts, which I think is kind of actually what I was just trying to speak yeah. to, right? Um but yeah, that, that just bringing more voice to this, I th- which I think this whole entire episode is doing, right? Of showing people that yes, technically the tropical is incorrect. Technically true sky is correct, right? But there is an alchemy process through that. So we can't negate that or deny it, right? Like it's a thing. <laughs> so, you know, and, and we get it like, that also we must allow ourselves to have the process so that we don't keep going into things like cognitive dissonance or you know what I'm saying like these things are real um and we don't want those things happening either you know so 
um, I think something you said, it was about maybe the frequency of the planets was reminding me, I just wanted to drop a little thing in because it was reminding me of like, that's what I've created in the courses that I've released, where it's this combo of helping women learn their chart in this way, right? In a more intellectual mind way of knowing how to see and read what their charts are saying, but then tuning into like, a part of the, from the second, not the first phase, but in my second and third phase courses, then in all of the attunements, I'm also combining, I think it was what something you said a while ago about the stellar gateway, where all of the multidimensional chakras, also what came through me to be channeled in those courses and in my attunements is how, teaching people how to then with the knowledge with looking up still then also attune into the true frequency of these planets let's bring that in also into your higher and lower level multi-dimensional chakras as you're ascending as you're expanding so that more people can also begin this um even if they're not let's say communicating with things in this way like you and i do with planets or crystals or flowers or anything that speaks to us this way um but just to at least get those codes coming into them truly organic from the planet itself not from instagram not from right. this astrologer not from that astro like again i'm not that you know I'm 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 all about learning and getting the knowledge too but we got to do it all together <laughs> we can't right. just do the one thing it's just not how any of this works you know what I'm saying oh, you have to be the primary source like at some point you have to decide that you are going to become the primary source and everything else is going to confirm and inform then from that state of confirmation what you're already experiencing and being dialed into the organic codes. It's just like, oh my goodness, it's so simple. We're like quantum biological beings in this system. And in every single way, our environment that we're also creating collaboratively, we're also mm -hmm. being informed by the codes of the environment. You know, it's just like, if you were to look both ways before you cross the street, you see a car coming and you're going to stop, right? You were just informed by the data mm -hmm. that you pulled in from that experience. Yes. So oh my God. informed from the data of the stars, pull it in. Yes. Oh my God. You just gave me such a good fucking visual and a metaphor that like, okay, this would be like us setting our GPS. We look up in Google maps. We set that shit. And then we do not fucking follow. Like if somebody, if, if there's a traffic jam or if something happens while we're on the road on our trip, we don't do anything about that. We, right. we keep full steam ahead. That's right. Because the GPS said. Because like, the GPS what? said so. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking serious? Like that's literally exactly what's going on here with all yeah. kinds of systems, not yes. just astrology, right? Oh. Like that's just the old earth way and truly the code of the 12 that's like boom this is the end right yeah. like it's yeah. literally this 13 has literally 
actually been forcefully hidden from humanity so that they wouldn't have this gateway. Now, I have full confidence because of all of this happening and so many people, well, not so many, but enough people awakening to things like this so far that it's fine. We're going to make it like we're, we're going right. But still, (laughs) you know, there's going to be time lags in, in real reality of other people getting, being able to find this 13th gateway, you know? Um, so yeah, oh, that was that was just a really good visual. Um, I feel like me saying that was reminding me too of something else really good you said ugh, that I wanted to bring in back again about a fucus maybe, but maybe not. I'm just throwing that out there in case that makes you remember something. Um, but let's speak to too then the nuance. Like you kind of also were wanting to bring in that. So like, what's your, I don't know, like how do you work with, the nuances in this way when we're when we're learning in our true sky charts or using it like what does that mean to you first I think like being insatiably curious like is what allows for us to even explore what nuances like I'll typically (laughs) something that I've been saying since college for myself is that you know you have to embrace that philosophia and that philomathia, which is mm-hmm. the love of wisdom and the love of learning. And mm-hmm. I just cannot imagine life without insatiable curiosity to explore what's <laughs> out there because my God, you know, you and I operate in the quantum realm a lot mm-hmm. and it just is consistently blowing both of our minds and we're like used to it. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. people don't even realize what they have access to. And so mm-hmm. when you start to get curious about that, you need, you're going to open a door, but then you also have to start kind of trying to prove yourself wrong. I know it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in your pursuit of wisdom, look, see, see where there might be gaps because that is only going to lead you to the next question. And then yeah. you can start to see things in your own coding and your own sky coding. And I saw this difference kind of going back to the real sky versus the tropical chart. My tropical chart never resonated with me. And I felt like I was being, I, I, I never engaged with specifically going to a, an astrologer to read it, but there was a firm that I was doing some consulting for. They brought in an astrologer who was a tropical sky astrologer. And we all sat around the table while she was like reading our charts to us. And I don't know, I think like they were just expecting that everyone was going to be out of their self-awareness to the extent that they could pitch this to them. But as she's trying to pitch my chart to me, I'm like, no, none of this, absolutely none of this. And Mm -hmm. she proceeds to like gaslight me about my own, my own astrological makeup. And I like at the end of it, I actually had a moment where I cried because I was Mm -hmm. just like, I can't even (laughs) like what is happening. Um, But also I have seen with the tropical chart, how externally there are influences that are kind of predicted by that, if you will, that were never internal, like they were just external and I could see them playing out against me. One of like the, the, the simplest things was the Chiron placement. 
and Chiron is in my real sky chart in Taurus, which makes perfect sense. I've gone through so many issues with like material loss issues with actually making things material. It's been a challenge and that's also my North node placement. So woohoo, I'm getting over it, but, <laughs> but in my tropical, the, the Chiron is in Gemini. I have never for a second doubted my own intellectual capacity, but others have. And others have tried to impart that on me. So, you know, I can see where that sort of matrix coding ends up and the, the people that might be participating in those frequencies. But yeah, the, the, the point being of <laughs> the whole thing is like getting outside of that and being flexible enough. That was the, the one of the larger nuances that I detected between the tropical and the real sky. And when you are in awareness, then you're able to reflect on those things. And mm -hmm. like I said, collecting data from your environment, be aware of yourself in all ways, all the time, you know, mm -hmm. how you move about the world, how you impact other people, it all is meaningful. And this mm -hmm. is just one more component of that. Totally. Yes. I'm just, I was so just totally feeling all of that true sky sun Gemini in you right now though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like totally like, um, but, uh, again, there's so much good stuff there because also what I just kept thinking and feeling too in that is that like, you know, such, such the, um, just, uh, on, basis and like foundation of that too is that you have a super balanced ego you know and anyone who really has done the work and who again I say balanced ego because I hate in the spiritual realm like hell no the point is not that we're getting rid of our ego that's right. also equally harmful to people in totally different weird ways that they're not understanding like which is why all of my work is so called to bringing people into their essence and their individuation because we do need to know who the fuck we are <laughs> so yeah. that we can do something that doesn't mean I'm in my ego, you know? So, um, but only a balanced ego that's also at least aligned with, if not embodied in our highest self can have that level of curiosity. And again, it doesn't mean we're not superhuman or have bad days with it, right? It doesn't mean that there aren't days that still, even in my embodiment of constant fucking transformation, do I not get a little scared to transform again? Yeah, like I don't I don't want that constantly, right? Um, I know that feeling of because because all that that's doing if it's in our ego is that oh, I was wrong or that's wrong I'm wrong and it's like fuck no like everything that the nuance for me is that it is everything you spoke to but then like I'm just wanting to touch on the fact that no no strictly 3d consciousness can do that yeah. so like I get that um and you do have to learn about even what your ego and identity are in order to get transcendence from it. Right. So that's where my still small space is held open for anything tropical, but um, yeah, like once we are, we've got to be, we've got to be curious still always like yet, yet what I find is um 
I guess, I don't know. I guess it depends. This could be unique to the journey too, right? Is that um, perhaps there's just, there's certain phases you'll reach too that you have to in the soul individuation and embodiment process where um, it's not that I'm not open to, to curiosity. I'm not curious, but I'm like, I'm definitely not seeking, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes I can kind of use those together but they're really different actually but um sometimes in order to bring more of this work into the world I guess I allow myself to have the moments where I'm like no like I'm not listening to this or that I know this is true for right now yet I do always hold that open curiosity not necessarily to um people per se or systems themselves per se right but to divine source itself and the universe right like speaking to me and changing things up if need be and allowing that you know I think this is what so many people are afraid of in the spiritual realm that come into this which I again I get I understand um because I've even had thoughts like be, just because of how much I know that I'm here to, to be at such a force of transformation I've like wandered into the to the five years down the road and thought, am I going to look back at this and be like, oh shit, I was totally wrong because I've done that. I've done yeah. that. I've kind of continued to do that. You look back and you go, oh my God, I thought I knew what I was talking about. I had no idea. Right. Like, but I guess I'm just wanting to say that just to give people more, allow more people that one, it doesn't mean we're wrong. We're always right where we're supposed to be. Right. It means that that's where we needed to be then. If, if it is our path to outgrow that, fine. That doesn't mean we were wrong. It means, it, you know, it, it, we needed that part in our journey and our learning to get to the next step. Not every, and, and that's, that's what ascension is. Exactly. So that's what, you know, yeah, like we, we need more people being like, it doesn't, well, and again, I said this, I, I said, on the video, I haven't released yet that like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where we are, but it does matter that we know where we are, you know, and, and that's what all of this and everything we're trying to speak to, I think is just, and we're wanting to give more voice to, you know, so it's like, yeah, that, that was again, sort of a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> Everything that you just said too, like resonates with discernment, like, yeah. like, you can, you can definitely also earlier with like respect to curiosity versus seeking two different frequencies. And I think there reaches a point like curiosity is always something that's deployed, even as we're exploring like our, our quantum space, you know, what, what's mm -hmm. this thing, you know, like, oh, let me go explore that more. But seeking does it seeking is seeking is not necessarily final. I don't want to be rigid with it, but I think that you reach that platform that we talked about that is the expansion point. And what you said about the five years later, same thing here. I have five years ago, you know, I was like a Bernie bro and invested in trying to transform the system from within. Like it happens. I was wrong. And <laughs> the system's bullshit actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, the, you, you get to that space where it's like, okay, you, I guess that's what people truly do call awakening that space where nothing ever appears the same again. And so from that expansion point, then you're applying your discernment to kind of like navigating, right? Like it's, 
it's a different, it's a very different vibe. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what you're speaking to too, is that like, it was reminding me of a lot of different bullshit things that I've heard over the years now in the new age communities and spiritual stuff where it's like, Oh, truth is just a matter of perspective. And it's like, um, yes. And no, like right. <laughs> there, there are also huge, big fucking universal truths right in front of our face that we cannot just deny. And I think that's what we need more people like us doing and bringing into the world is like knowing how to do that dance with this, you know, knowing how to get and be so expanded yet keep bringing it all in, embody it in our very unique way and keep um, validating what the hell is going on in this reality around us, you know, and not just um, like, I don't know, you can't, yeah, like there, there are, like with the sky, you know, you can't, you can't just, you, you really can't it's after that one time with something so vast as the sky. And and then when you do do the research that then, cause I feel like I've heard on one of those videos too of the tropical astrologers where they're like, oh, oh get a star app, get a star app. Like they're making fun of it. And I'm like, dude, this is not just a star app. Like this is based on fucking astronomy. Are you saying like all the astronomers in the world are wrong? Like what? (laughs) Like, again, this is what this whole true new earth time is, is bringing in all the fucking pieces. It's bringing in science, spirituality, humanity, divinity, like all of it. And it's all actually the same. We're all doing, I I heard a really good, um, it was part, I think of the gene keys, one of the ones I'm going to be, I keep speaking about this at some point, it's going to be time for me to drop the gene keys, Pluto journey posts that I've made that I haven't put on my Instagram yet. But one of them, I think in Pluto's journey is um speaking to that kind of crazy dance that like we each will have unique individuated experiences with being um because I think it's one of the gates and channels we have in our agenda if I'm correct or maybe the crown but my point is it's a right or left brain thing so it's like the seeker, once once the awakening has occurred from whatever it is, and then the seeker is, is activated and ignited, we either go one or two ways depending on how we're wired. We either go with science or we go with spirituality. Now, and I'm saying this because they're both they're both trying to answer the grand divine universal question of why, right? So I love how even, right? Like that's an even bigger debacle of (laughs) science, spirituality, when it's, they're they're both answering the same fucking question, right? We're just doing it in two very different ways. And what people like true sky people are trying to do and bring into is, we're bringing them together. We're, we're bringing the mythology, the ancient codes, the wisdom of astrology 
in with astronomy. Like that's the new earth right there wrapped up in just this one melding of systems. There's going to be many other things and systems that are coming into that alchemy as well. Right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, just thanks. the acknowledgement that we're energetic bodies is like starting to become mainstream. The, the fact that this yeah. is a quantum existence is starting to become mainstream. And so there's a lot of availability for us to expand into that understanding. Yeah. And like, we haven't even scratched the surface yet, but I, I just wanted to, tr to touch on one thing that, you know, you mentioned about the, you know, specifically the merging of astronomy and astrology. And it's like, they were so they were decoupled from one another. And on that very post with the bullies, there was someone who said, this is why, like in reference to utilizing the tropical algorithm, they, they said, this is why we're not taken seriously as a science. And I'm like, no, no, this is the opposite of why, because like when you remarry it with its origin, when you get in tune with the astronomy, man, like you said before, the sky is the limit. The sky is unlimited. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Okay. That's like a super sweet spot to maybe sort of like, sort of end this. And then I'm going to end sort of also like anyone listening to my podcast knows I'll say I'm ending. Sometimes it's five minutes later. Sometimes it's 20. Um, that, um, Okay, that I wanted to bring in to, and this is a good way to kind of segue also in the ending of getting a little more details perhaps in what you do in your work, just so that like more people can go find you and we can send things your way. Um, but you were, this is my segue, is I was thinking earlier and imagining um, the Ophiuchus constellation, right? This serpent bearer, huge, powerful gateway and constellation in our skies on the ecliptic line. Let's be clear, all of you people go check out my Instagram. I have a map that shows it, um, that you, I was seeing this really cool thing that you and I are doing together in this way too, because you are the red serpent in the Mayan dream spell, right? And then I am the storm in the dream spell. So I was just like getting this really cool visual because you're like this serpent and serpent bearer of a fucus, right? That I feel like then I'm just like this pure storm energy that's like flying in and out of, and you're like kind of holding center way for me. <laughs> yeah, you are. Because I was just in our, you know, getting to know each other and then, in the work that you're doing and then what I'm doing, it's also representative of, um, representative of all of that as well too, because you are still working more hands-on with people, you know what I mean? And you are more, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh shit. I'm, I flew up out of the gateway. I don't know. <laughs> like, I forgot how to work with people. Sorry, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you down all these codes and I'm gonna do all this stuff. And like, ah, oh, maybe you guys can come find me up here. Um, but gosh, yeah, it was just so seeing this cool thing between both of us that's going on here in that very as above, so below zodiac kind of way. Um, but then, yes, that leads me to two. We'll end with kind of, if you want, if you're feeling called or to kind of give, I don't know, just give some listeners a little bit, maybe more details of like 
your talisman session or whatever it is you're really trying to do more of or whatever, whatever is your favorite so that they can understand what it is you do a little better. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, first I actually, before I launch into my stuff, wanted to reaffirm that you have those courses available on your website and <laughs> they are phenomenal. It walks you through this journey and helps you unlock this journey on a deeper level. So you can be set free on your own to do the work <laughs> on your own awaken. Truly awaken <laughs> so. Yes. I love that you're doing this. Yes. yes. So you can actually build your wings people. Yes. yes. Sorry. Continue. Yes. <laughs> so yes. check that out because there is also like um you were just saying this this um dance that we have between like the work that we're doing and as you're pulling in all of these you know codes <laughs> i yeah. am doing that like on the individual <laughs> level trying to get people in touch with their own connection that's what the metatronic code healing is um i know that some people in the community have had some conflicting information about metatron but um i invite discernment on that because when we're in our awareness, we know what we're working with. And so the purpose of that was an extrapolation from working with Reiki, where I started receiving codes from Metatron that actually privatized the channel, the healing channel that I was working on because whack stuff was happening because so many people dialed into Reiki. So rapidly without any shadow work whatsoever. And so all that was kind of falling on the channel. And um, when I began deploying these codes that I was being delivered, that's when things changed. It empowered the healing that I was working on with my clients. And again, it privatized the quantum channel that I was dialing into. And the purpose as well of this type of session is for, I work from the top down. <laughs> I don't do the bottom up. I work from the top down and then create a conduit that links people back all the way up into their stellar gateway. And I work a great deal on the multiple chakras and the head and neck. I call them energy centers. Most people are familiar with the language of chakras, but I work with multiple energy centers in the head and neck because what I know to be true is that a lot of folks have had so much calcification in these areas that their receptors, they're very anti antennas are shut down to receiving that quantum and galactic information. Um, and just in general, being dialed into like spirit, you know, and, and hearing things and hearing their higher self. So um, getting that squared away, and then additionally, working on specific exercises that are quite serpentine, I guess, in nature, <laughs> um, but working on exercises to get folks to begin uh, illuminating themselves through an internal ascension, working with their own Christ consciousness. And it's a cerebrospinal fluid exercise that I walk people through. So that is the Metatronic Code Healing. It's been, again, incredible. And every single person who's engaged with it has just like really come out of it different. And uh, one of the features of it too, is that it's getting you in tune with your own codes, because what I was informed of with Metatron is that we all, we talked on this a little bit early before, earlier before the podcast, but everybody has their like own source code. And 
I often happen to be able to see those source codes and those codes resonate with other codes. And it's the frequency that you carry that contains these codes. Like you have to understand like the toroidal field that you're working with and this heart generator that's pumping all of this out around you. But when you start dialing in, you're, you're able to access that on a different level. So um, yeah, that kind of sums that up. And then the crystal talisman um, technology, really understanding crystal technology and the way that crystals interact with one another based on the sacred geometry contained therein. I have been making talismans literally my entire life since I was nine years old. Um, I used to go mining when I was young and I've just been very dialed into crystal consciousness since I was a child. And so this was revived alongside the energy healing work that I was doing um, because the crystals started speaking to me in like the loudest way, <laughs> as you know, the loudest way it's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> um, I hear you. <laughs> so for that, for the talisman session, it's, um, it is the most laborious, uh, session that I have. It's about four hours in session with me for the individual, but it's total 40 hours of setup of the actual assemblage of the custom talisman for the individual, the attunement of that, um, and also creating a book for the individual from their experience. So a lot of different moving parts for that, but it is, you know, a one of a kind piece that will never be reproduced. That is exclusive to your frequency and your crystal coding with that. So those are the two primary things. Wow. Oh my God. That sounds so amazing in so many ways. Like, oh, again, so many things. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm just so grateful that we're finally coming together in real time. But I did want to just drop, because I know, like we were talking about this before too, but just so that people aren't weirded out by the freaking term metatronic. I want to, I want, I want to make clear to people that yes, there are things that have happened in this field to people's fields in this realm called the metatronic reversal. That is yes. not at all what we're speaking to people. Like she's, if anything, actually you are reversing that fucking reversal, you know, oh, yes. through metatron <laughs> himself. Yeah. So like, just to be clear for people who are just awakening to any of this. And if you're learning and hearing weird shit, like also for the listeners too, we know this now, but oh my God. Yeah. Metatron is one of my, has been one of my biggest and pronounced guides on this journey, um, which it makes so much sense for anyone who does know anything about what he does and all that his, all that his frequency and energy is, is all super connected to our DNA um, yes. and to codes of all kinds, but certainly to our actual genetic templates and to our actual DNA. So um, yeah, you're giving me, hearing you really explain this too is like, holy shit, really giving me an even clearer picture too on what I just described through the sky, because it's like my um, my courses, the way that they were shown to me and the way that I made them, um, especially the attunement part is, um, very much now feeling, seeing the picture of what you do too, like a kind of like a, 
a huge fucking storm and shake of like their DNA to get all of these fucking reversals and implants and um, shadows. Yes. But a lot of what my courses are doing are it it's it's funny because it won't seem like it perhaps to a to a partaker of it like they're not going to totally understand the science of what's going on in the attunements um but it's shaking those false codes the fuck out of them it's getting them out of their chakras and then giving them that capability to open to like clear to to activate their higher energy centers um but in a safe way in the portal that i have created um so that other higher dimensional beings yes that aren't all love and light cannot again come into their field in any way while they're opening themselves so much so what you're then bringing into this picture for me is like yeah this succession again but like totally top down right where like hey come do this thing of mine maybe on your own but then they could go see you right for like a more intricate than kind of remapping of their codes helping bring in yeah like more yeah just this release let go again but then you know part part of my courses is that too but I think it's more of a a sovereign field building, if this is making sense, then not so particular to then their particular Metatronic source codes. Like that's what, oh my God, what you do in that way is like fucking amazing and phenomenal and so intriguing to me and beautiful. So, um, oh my God. Yeah, that's just so exciting. I love hearing hearing the real details of all of that um okay so let's maybe make ourselves end here um unless there is there anything else you want to say before we i mean to to the stars in the future you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah we have much to discuss forthcoming (laughs) totally yes yes okay well then we will end with saying that that like i want some feedback I'm sure from so many that are going to love this duo going on here um, because I plan to have hope on more in the future for sure. So just let me know everyone that's listening, if you liked it and um, go, go follow her, go see all of her stuff. And let's like totally rewrite our genetic templates together ladies (laughs) we can do it (laughs) thank you for having me Uh, okay thank you and just goodbye for now thanks for listening Please reach out to me with any feedback on my Instagram at celestialhealing444 and check out my offerings and courses on my website, celestialhealing13.com and also check out my offering store at stan.store slash celestialhealing. Please follow and share this podcast so that more can awaken to the code of the 13.
and the true divine feminine energy can continue to awaken and anchor into this realm deeper and deeper with each and every new soul that remembers itself here.